to the Gridiron Show in association with Touchdown Trips, getting you in the game. We've got three Thanksgiving games to break down and a massive 13 Week 12 games to talk about. The buys are all done. The business end of the season is here. So it's a lot of football talk for you coming up, I'm sure. We'll squeeze some nonsense in as well. You're listening to The Gridiron Show. Hello, welcome to The Gridiron Show in association with Touchdown Trips, getting you in the game. And, uh, oh, some of the guys uh, were on a Touchdown Trips tour for Thanksgiving. A great tour, it looked like, as well. They're still out there. They're going to the Phillies game tomorrow, the Philadelphia Eagles, not the Flyers. Uh, never the Flyers. Never, never the Flyers. Never the Flyers. But or the Sixers. But they were, in Washington, yeah. they were in Washington last night for the game, and Ben uh, put out through the Touchdown Trips Twitter uh, a list of the menu that they were getting at the game yesterday. And remember our conversation on yesterday's podcast, or your conversation with Clancy, about your favourite things about Thanksgiving? Yep. The, the, the list of food that they had on order was just just filthy. Just absolutely filthy. It starts off with appetizers. Who has room for appetizers on Thanksgiving? It then has nine different sides, including something called Dizzy Pig, Pig Ghost Cream Corn. No one knows what that is. It had this many types of turkey. Maple Lawn Free Range Turkey prepared in various styles. They had Dizzy Pig Mad Max Roast Turkey, Dizzy Pig Peking Roast Turkey, Bacon Wrap Roast Turkey, Peruvian Roast Turkey, Cajun Deep Fried Turkey, and Smoked Turkey, plus a Pineapple Head Ham, plus a Full Hog Roast, and of, then four different pies for dessert. Off the turkeys, which one of those turkeys sounds most appealing? Have you ever had a deep fried turkey before? Never, never. A deep fried turkey is genuinely... It's one of the most dangerous things you can ever cook. It's... It basically, you get like, you know, one of those kind of army style giant, uh, yeah. like a barrel that they cook a huge, I don't know, yeah. vat of beans in. <laughs> they yeah. get one of those and fill it with oil yeah. and have the turkey on a giant spit and literally just huh? put it straight in there, huh? fry it for about 45 minutes, <sighs> and it comes out so crispy yeah. on the outside, and the meat is ridiculously succulent. And it's obviously terrible for you, yeah. but it is incredible uh, you ain't getting no dry turkey in that situation uh, there's nothing worse than dry turkey yeah the cajun spice deep fried turkey i would be all over that yeah i would love that of course you wouldn't be and i'm proud of you for not being so oh man so we got um uh, so it's will and ollie uh, you know us uh matt sherry is uh christmas shopping with mrs s uh, he's another one Another one that says Xmas. Uh, right, let's let's break this down a bit more because we got into this on what on WhatsApp. What do people think about Xmas? Because I say Xmas very specifically because I am, and, and I mean this in you know, I'm not. I mean, no offense to anyone who is religious, but I do not believe in Christ. I don't believe in religion. I am an atheist. So I say Xmas. I could say the holidays, like the Americans do. If you want me to say that instead, that would be better. All right, I'll say that instead. Yeah, I, I'm offended by Xmas. Why? It's Christmas. But why, like, what is so bad about making it... What's the name? Xmas is horrible. Oh, it's ex- like Xma. <laughs> I mean, that's only because it's Xma out loud. Christmas. It's a written down thing. No, it's, still would say I'm it still is. reading it. Yeah. It's crap. 
I think Xmas crap. is crap. I think you're crap. <laughs> no, you're crap. <laughs> Sherry's off Xmas shopping. Uh, Xmas uh, shopping with Mrs. I mean, S. By the uh, way, by this man, by I, the way, I, this I, man <laughs> who can't do, can't do a show because he's looking after his baby. I he's forgot, a giant baby. I forgot to tell you that um, uh, that he in a, in the uh, betting group uh, separate WhatsApp that you were being. A, pissy about you're not involved in oh yeah great he, another um, thing i'm not involved in <laughs> he, he, um, it to the list he um Jeez. he actually said uh so he said a normal sentence and then threw a like on the end of it in a written down <laughs> sentence <laughs> yeah and i'm like and you want to have a go at us whenever we accuse you of being geordie <laughs> like he is uh, it's amazing what a man and uh simon clancy is getting his hair cut that's genuinely the reason he's not doing the podcast so it's just the two of us. That's fair enough. I don't mind that. Yeah, I'm, I quite like it when we have the occasional... Yeah! The occasional return of uh, the old school. Just the two of us yeah. having a chatter about the football. Yeah, let's do it. D- did you enjoy your Thanksgiving night last night? I really enjoyed my Thanksgiving li- night last night. I was. Uh, I had a very limited meal. I ate the salad. I ate the fish. I was very sensible. I grilled also, chicken? You had some grilled chicken? I had some grilled chicken, which I had to remove the cheese and bun from because it was a burger situation. I had to remove yeah, everything yeah. just eat the grilled chicken. Um, I also drank... Too much for considering I'm on a diet. But in my head, I was like, well, they're only double gins and soda waters, so they're not bad for me. But then I had like eight or nine of them. No, Uh, mate. You had eight or nine by the time I got there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then you had about four or five for the road. (laughs) So I'm feeling a little worse for it. You thought it was fine because it had lime in it. They're not part of your five a day. You're an absolute disgrace. But then today, Jags UK um, have sent TalkSport uh, a, a, a... Basically, they're doing a deal with, with Uber Eats where you can buy a bundle from Krispy Kreme. It's a Black Friday deal. You can get this until Sunday. Oh, so uh, hold get up. involved. We're not, they, well, I didn't say we we'd advertise this. this. No, we're not. I really Why shouldn't be doing it. Why are you doing it like it was an actual read? I really don't know. We're not being paid for this. That's Sorry. an absolute disgrace. Um, but they did send a load us, of donuts. They sent us 48 donuts and, and a ball. I've got the ball, but I dropped it. Funny enough. You drop the ball, brilliant. Basically, I'm Evan Engram right now. Um, yeah, I, uh, uh, and I've got to sit here with a, a ba- with with a Tupperware box with a couscous red pepper and grilled chicken salad with a side of kale while everyone else eats delicious, luscious Krispy Kreme donuts. I had a donut. A donut and a half. Oh, man. It was really nice. Now I'm sad. I had my donut. I don't like the donuts that are covered. But the I glazed like, ones. Yeah. But I had uh, one that was partially covered with some chocolate around the top. Oh. But what I really want is... Uh, in Ikea, they do these cinnamon and sugar donuts, which are incredible. You need to back off right now. Why don't they do, like, the cinnamon <laughs> sugar donuts? You need to stop talking about sexy food. <laughs> <laughs> it's upsetting me a lot. I'm just going to have to go to the gym for thinking about that. Right, uh, let's... Uh, we've got 16 games to talk about. We've got three games from last night. We'll talk about some of them in more depth than others, to be honest with you. And we've got another 13 games over the weekend. Um, uh, we said this... I think there was a week back in about week five or week six when we looked at it and went, ugh, what an ugly week of games. What a horrible, ugly week of games. And it ended up being brilliant. So that's my hope for this weekend. Because outside of the Saints-Rams game, there are 12 games this weekend where... The only one where a team is, like, not favoured by, like, a touchdown is the Colts-Titans game, which nobody cares about. It's literally got to that situation. I'm going to get in trouble with Colts and Titans fans now, aren't I? Although do I don't you... know, man. The Titans are 6-4, and four, so they're still, with, they're still in a playoff spot. You know, the, um, spot. So you know that... our predictor game sign-up? 
Uh, yeah. So Chris, who was there last night from Gridiron, was talking to us about he'd been doing some analysis on the sign-ups for the Predictor game. And uh, the least supported team in the UK from the hundreds of people that have signed up for that game? Go on. The Indianapolis Colts. Really? Yeah. There you go. The most? New England Patriots. Green Bay Packers. Ah, there we go. It's just because Ryan Peacock has... uh, He's mobilised his, his minions. Army. Yeah, mobilised his minions, exactly, <laughs> uh, into getting involved. And we love you for it, Ryan. Uh, let's, should we talk about uh, Turkey Day? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Start off with the Minnesota Vikings beating out the Detroit Lions in their own building, 30-23. to Case Keenum throwing for two touchdowns, running for a score, all in the first half, to give them a double-digit lead as they went on to beat the Lions by a touchdown. Um... There was a point during last night's game where actually the Lions managed to get within four um, and kind of stuffed it up a little bit. But there was a point when we were watching last night's game where Matt Stafford had two or three incredible throws in the pocket where he just showed amazing toughness under the pass rush. Everson Griffin was so good last night, by the way. But um, where I said to you, I think Matt Stafford is playing like a top five quarterback this season. And I believe that he is playing like a top five quarterback this season. And yet last night he was outplayed by Case Keenum. Which is amazing, really. I I don't know. Something about them activating Teddy Bridgewater off IR has meant that Case Keenum in the last two weeks has genuinely played like a top five quarterback in the NFL. Like he's looked like a pro bowl level quarterback. And yet, as Simon Clancy said last night, you still feel like he's two interceptions in the same game away from being benched. I think Case Keenum is a quarterback with the defence that they've got, with the weapons they've got, with Thielen, with Diggs, with Rudolph, who had a good game last night. Uh, I mean, Latavius Murray proving me very wrong, although he's running behind a very good line again, um, and having a great game again. And uh, I think they could go to the Super Bowl with Case Keenum at quarterback. And I don't think we should see Teddy Bridgewater until 2018. I really don't. Keep him out. Let him get stronger let him remember to be part of a team and keep him out and Keenan deserves it doesn't he He, he, it's a completely different offense as well like the the offense that Teddy Bridgewater was running a year and a half two years ago when he went down it's a different offense there now in Minnesota so he has to learn that offense he doesn't have you see Adam Thielen's stats and Stefan Diggs's stats when they were with Bridgewater and they hadn't developed that relationship yet Thielen and Keenum have developed that relationship I think just there's absolutely no reason to bring Teddy Bridgewater in unless Keenum absolutely craps the bed over the next three weeks and the thing with Teddy Bridgewater and you and I I think are some of the few that have the same opinion that we don't really know actually if he's any good I don't think he is actually that good. I, I think don't. The, ce- I, I, the ceiling for Bridgewater is higher than the ceiling for Keenum, I believe. But <sighs> actually, I think that he throws very flat. I don't think he's a particularly uh, accomplished deep ball thrower. I don't. I think he's he's his skill set is very similar to Case Keenum's. People are higher on him, but I don't think there's a huge difference between the two quarterbacks. Sam Bradford of the three there is the one with the highest upside, but he just can't stay healthy. Yeah. Of the other two, I think it's a it's a coin flip if Bridgewater is fully healthy and, and ready to go and knows the offense, and he's none of those things. So why is anyone talking about Keenum going out of that lineup? And they shouldn't be, they really shouldn't be. What a game for Adam Thielen, though. Oh, what a game! Oh man, I love Adam Thielen. Oh. And you said something, um, you said something to me about uh, an article that Matt Sherry and Simon Clancy will be doing for next year's gridiron the, uh, about the most underrated players yeah we had a lot of fun 
coming up with this in the Falcons press box during Falcons Cowboys, and they'd already started coming up with it on the road from from Mississippi State to yeah. Atlanta after they'd been to that game, and that's the uh, all underrated team. Yeah, and the, uh, you know, there's a lot of players who are on uh, display last night. I think uh, Sendejo should be in that team. They had a horrible penalty last night. I think like there are, there are guys who. Uh, uh, Darius Slay, the corner for the Lions. I think he deserves to be in that team. Thielen was their number one wide receiver. And I said it to them at the time. I think he's already too highly rated to be in an all-underrated team. And I think what he's then done in the preceding three weeks, which has the whole NFL abuzz as if he is a true number one, I think he's too good to be in the all-underrated team. He's gone over 1,000 yards for the season. Only Antonio Brown is ahead of him. I think about 15 yards ahead of him, albeit a game less. He's playing incredibly. The separation he gets, the route running, he does everything really, really well. I love Thielen. I love him. Yeah. He's a great player. Uh, In terms of the Lions, I mean, there's a good chance that the Vikings have sealed up the NFC North with that win. And the Lions, in a really tough NFC, I think are going to miss out on the playoffs, which is a shame considering the play they're getting out of their quarterback. But still a problem with the run game. Um, Still a problem with the... uh, both the problem is both Theo Riddick and Amir Abdullah have moments where they look like great running backs, and then I can't tell whether it's the line, whether it's the scheme, whether it's the offense, but they show flashes and then they never quite get there. Um, I think they've got decent wide receivers. Marvin Jones had a great game last night and a great catch for the touchdown. Kenny Golladay yep. had a really good game. Golden Tate. I mean, there's there's definitely weapons there. The, the Lions. I, it's, there might be a coaching change this summer, but I'd be this off season. But I'd be surprised. I think they're going to go into next year looking like a team who should be going to the playoffs with a bit more re-upping on defense. Should we move on and talk about the next game of the evening, which was Philip Rivers throwing for four hundred and thirty-four yards and three touchdowns in his first ever Thanksgiving game in his fourteenth season as an NFL quarterback as the Los Angeles Chargers boat race the Dallas Cowboys twenty. 20- Eight to six. Dak Prescott, 179 yards, two interceptions. The Cowboys now are averaging seven points a game through their last three games. They had Tyron Smith back last night, but Rod Smith could only manage 40 yards. Uh, I think Alfred Morris only managed about 40 yards on the ground. There is no run game. Uh, Des Bryant isn't stepping up in the way he needs to. And Witten and Cole Beasley and all those guys who were so good last year, nobody has stepped up in the same way. And I, I, I'm starting to feel like that's as much on... Prescott as it is on the injuries I I, like he needed to step up more than he has and I think he's regressed in year two 100% he's done what I thought Dak Prescott would do and uh, what Carson Wentz would do and Carson Wentz has done what I thought Dak Prescott would do so what do I know Dak Prescott (laughs) turn off now (laughs) yeah turn off now Dak Prescott he looked like Bambi in headlights some of the throws he was making were abysmal there was one point where uh, for one of the interceptions where he threw um into into coverage without even looking at the corner and you could hear when romo was describing it the dismay in tony <laughs> romo's voice it's like oh god he didn't even look at the corner what is he doing like it, the, the, prescott has has he he has some really nice throws and some really nice games earlier on in the season but everything has just seemed to utterly fallen apart for for him and it's it's kind of if if he has another game like that next week 
I wouldn't be surprised to see him benched. And it's not all on. I'd, I'd be very surprised to see him benched. But it, it could, but it's all on. It's not all on him. There's the defense as well. I mean, zero attack, zero sacks, zero turnovers the past two weeks. Without Sean Lee, they have played a massive part in how bad the team has been. Uh, Twenty six straight possessions over ten quarters without a touchdown before Rod Smith uh, scored that one in the early in the fourth quarter. And in terms of the Chargers. Sneaky chance of them making the playoffs? Oh, God, it wouldn't it be incredible. I don't think there's a sneaky chance. There's a really good chance. They're up to five and six. Five and six. It's a game back on the Ravens. The, I mean... In sixth the, seed. Yeah. Only two games back on... Well, one game theoretically back on the Chiefs before this weekend and the Chiefs collapsing. And if, he, they, if they win out the next five games, they make the playoffs. If he, they win four out of the next five games, they make the playoffs. Hunter Henry stood up in a massive way last night, five for 76 and a touchdown. Keenan Allen was absolutely brilliant. I, I really like the way that they've brought this Austin Eckler kid in to work with Melvin Gordon so that a bit of the pressure's taken off him so he doesn't have to run the ball 30 times a game and so that he can make a couple of big explosive plays a game, which is what he's been doing. Um, and and Philip Rivers, do you want to hear his biggest plays of the day. He had eight passes of 20-plus yards in one game, including a 46, 42, 38, 32, and 31-yarder. I mean, the Cowboys' secondary's bad, but that's also some yeah. good offence. Yeah. Liking Dem Chargers. Uh, and, and you've got the defence and uh, Desmond King. Uh, I think it was Desmond King who 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 did the, the pick oh, six. Oh, the Desmond King pick six was unbelievably good. So good. So good. And running with him was uh, Melvin Ingram just just marshalling him all the way there and that team are so together and so into it there was the the interception that Romo got aghast about the entire defence that was on the field went and did this a, a celebration in the end zone isn't it amazing that Anthony Lynn after kind of five or six weeks people were talking about him being a potential bust and he goes back into his old building yeah. where he coached for so many years where after one Thanksgiving game he nearly died have you ever heard that story no he um he went out for uh, food after the game. I think with Rob Marinelli, possibly. Was Rob Marinelli already there? Anyway, what, they, around a cauldron. Or they something. went out. <laughs> very good. Um, they went out for some dinner, and then he was crossing the road. He got hit by a drunk driver. <gasps> got hit by a drunk driver going at about fifty miles an hour. Flew forty or fifty feet through the air and landed on another car totaling the other car when he landed on it <gasps> and basically was told if he hadn't landed on another car and landed straight on the concrete he would have died no way so there you go Auntie Lynn banishing some horrible Thanksgiving memories in Dallas to go there and get a massive win for the Chargers and maybe make them on a really unexpected playoff run their offence was great last night you know whose offence was not good you want to talk about Turkey Day a turkey of a game of football uh, which I watched right to the end for some reason what were you doing ridiculous I mean I had it on but I was more uh, interested on the ashes but I, I fell asleep during the second quarter and then woke back up and then watched the entire second half somehow absolutely unbelievable so yeah i uh i went to um I, I, I'm, I'm really distracted by the fact that you've got off mic i don't know why that's really bad. I, I had to go off mic federica is uh is the lovely doing federica the, disrupting. she's disrupting she's dialing up an isdn line so i whilst we de- figured out what she, what she wanted 
I had to drop the mic. I Carry on, big I, guy. And I've never been thrown like that by you guys. I don't know why. Before. I don't know what happened. What was there. going on? Is it, because it's Fed, is it because Federica's in here? Collapsed like a flan in a cupboard. It might be because Federica's in Claps, here. Collapsed. Stop using someone else's expression. <laughs> yeah, somebody tweeted us saying that they really like that. It's an Eddie Izzard joke, so I can't take any, uh, any claim for that. Um, the Giants are a dreadful football team. They've gone back to being a dreadful football team, and it makes me really worried about the Kansas City Chiefs. Eli Manning threw for 113 yards and an interception. By Federica. Bye, Federica. Um, they also had uh, time of possession in this game. The uh, the Redskins led by 35. 323 yards. They outgained them to New York's 170 yards. This was a horrible, horrible game of football. New York's only points came from one field goal in the first half and then a pick six from Janoris Jenkins. But Kirk Cousins made up for the pick six by throwing two touchdown passes as Washington kept their faint playoff hopes alive with a win 20-10 to 10 over their divisional rivals to move to five and six. Still think they're probably too far back in the NFC considering how strong that conference is. But... Uh, uh, there's, I'm saying there's a chance. I think there is a chance. Uh, P. Ryan had a great game. Jameson Crowder, woof, fantastic game. He went out of the game with a with a bit of an ankle injury. Came back and was was still just as good. Sitting on three different of my fantasy benches. Yeah, yeah. I bench- three different games. I've got him on the bench. I've got Andy Dalton in ahead of uh, Keenan Allen in one league. And what? Andy uh, sorry, uh, Case Keenum. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about this game not anymore. Great, not I'm great. already done. Yeah, moving on. Is that all right? Moving Sorry, on. guys. Uh, we we went away from Anthony Lynn's uh, car crash quite quickly. Have I ever told you when I was hit by a car? No. What is this? We had that amazing story that we'll tell one day on the podcast of your uh, trip to Amsterdam and <laughs> subsequent three months in hospital afterwards. But when were you hit by ten, a car? It was 10 days in hospital, but that's fine. <laughs> I love the exaggeration. I was hit by, the, by a car. I was in Norwich. I'd found a, a, a racing bike in the skip behind my house. Now, when you say racing bike, do you mean a pedal bike or a... Pedal bike. A, yeah, okay. Pedal bike. But it was one of those thin-wheeled racing yeah, ones where you have to... Tour de France style. With the, uh, the ram kind of style uh, handlebars yeah, yeah ram horns so but it didn't have any f- back brakes it only had front brakes which might be why somebody had thrown it away exactly but i i needed a bike and i've got the bike and it was great uh, i'd already had one you should always use back brakes on a, a bike like that as well because front brakes you will go over the front of the bike well another time i i landed on my face whilst trying to make the pub after um after <laughs> after an end of term dinner end of term drinks where i drank all the punch anyway that's a different story <laughs> so i'd already had one accident How on this bike managed to in our five years of being friends stay out of hospital pretty much that entire time i don't time. know i really don't know but um <laughs> so <laughs> so as uh, i was driving I, I was riding on the pavement because it was a bit in norwich and it was a busy road and there was a massive stone on this pavement it was dark and it was raining uh, i wasn't wearing a helmet of course or any high vis. That's why I was on the pavement. So I hit this stone, and on the tiny wheels, I veered into the off the pavement into the road into a car, which hit me. I went flying through the air, Mister Lamppost by centimeters. Landed. the The bike was pretty much it wasn't written off, but you wouldn't want to ride it again. I left it on the side. But apart from a, a little limp and a, a bruised hip, I was fine. Did the driver stop? They stopped. I, they lambasted you. Uh, I smashed, I think, their wing mirror and the passenger door window. Um, we exchanged details, but he never got in touch. Oh, really? Yeah. 
There you go. But I was okay in the end. Maybe he was drinking or something. Uh, I've been hit by a car as well, but um, my story's nowhere near as exciting as that. I was just about 12 years old and stupidly walked out in front of a bus after I'd got off it and got hit by somebody going about 15 miles an hour and then landed on my coccyx and it really hurt. Oh, I I tried climbing up um, a building and got to the second floor and and then fell landing on my coccyx once. <laughs> oh, I feel like this I've was brought... on a trip to Aberystwyth. How do I feel like I've brought out the sensible side <laughs> of you? This is devastating. I don't know. Um, should we take a little break and then break down the weekend games? Right, I've decided that we're going to do the games as we always do in like a chronologically order, but we're going to start off by talking about a game I actually want to talk about and then we can talk about the other games because there is one game that stands head and shoulders above everything else this weekend that unbelievably was flexed into being a 925 game for television but not flexed into being Sunday night football what are they doing with that what are they doing what with are they that? doing I'm not gonna lie if Steelers Patriots isn't flexed into Sunday night football I might quit my job I'm not gonna quit my job <laughs> why would you say that I don't know what are you doing there's also Seahawks Rams which could be flexed into Sunday night football which I would also enjoy because uh, I think they might go there and wax them uh, but we need to talk about the New Orleans Saints and the Los Angeles Rams uh, the Saints at 8-2 and two, the Rams who fell to just their third loss of the season last week in Minnesota at 7-3 and three. but as I said on our preview show this week I think that, that that loss, people have maybe oversold it a little bit. I think when I watched it back, the Rams were closer in that game than I thought they were. The New Orleans Saints now looking for their ninth straight victory as they head to the Coliseum. Plenty of momentum being carried into this contest after that ridiculous win over Washington last week, training by 15 points with three minutes remaining. Uh, the Rams looking to return to winning ways after that 24-7 to defeat to the Minnesota Vikings. Bad news for the Los Angeles Rams. They fell for the first time in over a month but also lost Robert Woods to a shoulder injury and he will be out this week and Robert Woods there's been um, the Sean McVay offensive system and we talked about this a lot when he was with the with Washington over the last two seasons how much I love what they do with misdirection how much I love what they do with bunching receivers off the line doing kind of trip receivers doing really interesting formational stuff he's so brilliant at that and what you've seen this season between Woods between um, the other fellow they signed from Buffalo Sammy Watkins Sammy Watkins uh, uh, between Tavon Austin coming out of the backfield and between uh, Cooper Cup the rookie is that that they've picked up that offence so quickly and it is a complicated offence it's been Slightly paired back for for, uh, Jared Goff but not paired back that much and there's some concern that you lose a, a wheel, a cog in that machine, and it might make the offense more difficult to run. Woods has stood out as the best of those receivers in the last in recent weeks. I, I absolutely believe that Watkins or uh, Cup can step up into his role. It's whether someone else can step up into their role and continue to run the offense as well as they've run it recently. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't disagree with anything that you said. There. That's because I'm great, Holly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I'm really enjoying throwing this ball around while I do while I do the show as well. Yeah, Pharaoh Cooper, um, I think, could be the one to try and step into any Pharaoh. void, any void left by Robert Woods. But yeah, the Rams are, are doing nice. They're doing nice on offense. They're they're managing what uh, Jared Goff needs to do. Their defense is playing really well. Aaron Donald. Being fully back and committed with the team has been huge for them. They gave up quite a lot of rushing yards last week. Is that any kind of concern when you consider the Saints have that beastly backfield of Ingram and Kamara? I suppose so, yeah. I mean, Jarrett McKinnon did have a good day catching a few balls and and, uh, and some 
Old Latave, two touchdowns, yeah, 95 Latave. yards. That was Those were goal line stuff, weren't they? I think they can be worried about that, but the way that the Saints play, I can't remember too much up the, up the, gut, up the middle goal line stuff, but maybe they'll change that, Belichick style, and, um, and, and employ that kind of strategy against the Rams. It, it's, uh, from the Saints' point of view... I just want to see more of Kamara and Ingram. They're so good to watch, aren't they? Yeah. They're on pace for over 3,000 yards this season as a pair uh, from scrimmage. And they are so much fun to watch. And it's great to see that Drew Brees also put the team on his back last week when they needed him to. Um, I've, I've enjoyed 24 straight running plays in week 10 against Buffalo just kind of shows you how far they've gone away from uh, how far they've gone away from Drew Brees this season and there was some concern that maybe his his arm strength had clearly depleted over the past couple of years and they'd started to move more towards the run last season but they really went heavily to it this year and there was that question mark over whether Brees can actually still make that offense churn mm. like the guy who has already five or six 5,000 yard seasons in his career um, but he was brilliant in those last few minutes last week. Um, I, I, I've got to say, I'm kind of fancying the Saints in this one. I am. There's some real, real momentum with the Saints. The way that they came back, 15 points down with three minutes remaining against the Washington Football Club last week. I, I really like what they do. I think they're balanced on all facets of the game. Cam Jordan's having maybe his best year I love the Saints at the moment there's part of me as a neutral that would rather see the Rams win because it makes the uh, seeding race more t- uh, a lot tighter but it also makes that NFC South race with the Falcons with the Panthers and with the uh, and with the Saints tighter and somebody did message us asking about with the Lions loss this week and with uh, and with the Cowboys losing as well that wild card slot is starting to look more and more like it could be available that we get two both wildcard slots coming out of the NFC South three teams at the NFC South I think we speculated about that a couple of weeks ago and with how good the Falcons were last week against the uh, against Seattle yeah I think we could see a trip a trips out of the NFC South and it maybe makes it slightly more interesting if the Saints do lose overall for the rest of the season but I don't, I don't know I, the, the, it's a runaway train and I think it's going to continue chugging along and the, the great thing about the NFL is that two years ago the NFC South was the NFC disgrace. It was the NFC disgrace. And look where it's come. We haven't assigned a disgrace this season, no, by the haven't. way. Uh, it could be the East. AFC East. Oh, but we've, we've kind of speculated of being the AFC East before. And, and I don't know, maybe with the way that the Bills have fallen off. The fact that it is a one-team conference. I'm kind of thinking it's the AFC West. But then the Chargers' sudden charge... Makes me interested in that division again. And the there, Chiefs played nicely at the beginning. There could be an interesting... But the Chiefs falling off the cliff is what makes me think... Four losses in their last five makes me think that it's not that... Like, the, the problem is we could call it the division of disgrace and then there could end up being a really great run-in for the Chiefs and Chargers for who's going to take that divisional title. I so, think the division of disgrace is still up for grabs. Because in every division, there's a clear standout leading team that kind of makes up for some of the other team's... Poorness. I, if, at if, the moment, if, it, is, if the, it is the East, surely. If, if the Giants had won last night, it would have been the NFC East. Because you'd have the one team streaking ahead. My problem is giving it to any of the NFC divisions. The NFC divisions are currently topped by the Eagles, Rams, Vikings and Saints. None of those teams made the playoffs last season. It would be the first time that all four divisions at a conference have returned a division winner who didn't make the playoffs the mm. season before. The first time in NFL history. So that makes them all interesting to me. 
I, Jags I, and Titans is tight. It's got to be the AFC East. If the, and the Ravens having three shutouts this year and suddenly coming back makes them more interesting, because otherwise I would have said the AFC North. No, but the Bengals, you know, beat, going to mile high and beating the Broncos. Oh, the terrible Broncos. I know, but... All right. We, it's got to be the East. The Bills, what the, what they did with Nathan Nate Peterman, the Dolphins, the Cutler experiment, and the Jets are still really Jetsy. It's got to be the East. But maybe we shouldn't assign it just yet. The AFC East is the tentative division of disgrace. Yes. And the Saints are going to beat the Rams on Sunday. That's what we're taking on Gridiron. I've taken it on Gridiron. Love that. Gridiron-magazine.com. Go to the Pick'em game. Uh, it's a weird week this week, obviously, because Thanksgiving's already happened and the three favourites already won, although Sherry picked one of picked against one of the uh, the favourites. I think he picked Cowboys because he loves picking the Cowboys. So I'm thinking I've, I've managed to claim a game back on Sherry uh, from Thanksgiving. But you can still get involved and who knows, you could still win the week and everyone who wins a week gets a prize from Football America and you, when you get involved you submit which team you love and so they will try and get you some merchandise specific to your team right let's run through the rest of the weekend games and as I say these are there are a lot of heavily favoured teams in these ones uh, so we're going to kind of rattle through the rest of the weekend uh, also because Ollie needs to go and get some lunch before he starts work uh, how long are we on the podcast at the moment Ollie? 30 minutes. And people have to be fair, listen to us. Sorry, half days an hour. Who says 30 minutes? I don't know. You just did just then. Uh, so let's do another 15, 20 minutes and then uh, wrap it up for these fine folks. Uh, starting off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Man, this looked like a mouthwatering clash at the start of the season when we believed the Bucs were going to be an interesting team. They have got all the way back to four and six. And, you know, in theory, they go to Atlanta and get a win. Suddenly they're within, uh, within a game of third place in their division and within a couple of games of the wildcard spot. But the Falcons, brilliant against the Seahawks last week. Great against the Cowboys the week before. They're standing up defensively, which is big. They're getting interceptions. They're getting after the quarterback, which they did still against Russell Wilson, despite the fact that he's a better scrambler than Dak Prescott. I've just... It's so fascinating to me that Atlanta have got two games remaining against the Saints. Um, They're currently carrying a record 5-1 and in the NFC, which helps their tiebreaker in a massive way. I just think we can't sleep on the Falcons as going on a a deeper playoff run again, the way they've played the last two weeks. And I kind of expect them to tonk the Buccaneers this weekend. Do you want them to tonk the Buccaneers? Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah, I do. I'm, I think I'm the Buccaneers kind of, owe us all an apology. Yeah, I think they do as well. I'm angry at the Buc- The bank- Buccaneers have always been a great team to us as well. They've provided us with players. They've provided us with Jason Light before. They've been absolutely lovely to us. Their media department are great. Who's the great guy we met? Um, Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy. Was oh, there. what a guy. But I love that guy. Uh, I, I, still, I'm so disappointed in them this season. They really made me believe. The fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick has come in and played better at quarterback than Jameis Winston is just devastating. Yeah. Um, well, I no, mean... Let's, uh, and to be fair to the Bucks, two-game winning streak over the Jets and the Dolphins, but a two-game winning streak nonetheless. That's true. Oh, <laughs> You know! Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Devonta Freeman did, n- did no practice yesterday. Yeah, he did. Not that, I'm looking at the injury report. Well, Schefter tweeted saying Devonta Freeman returned to light practice today. Well, I'm looking at the injury report. Said de- oh, wait. Doesn't have Thursday loaded up. There you go. Didn't practice Wednesday. Did back not to practice Thursday. Thursday. But he's back Thursday, so he could come back and play. And also, Tevin Coleman's been brilliant the last two weeks. He was really good against the Seahawks last week. I love week. me some Tevin Coleman. I don't, he's a better pass protector than Devontae Freeman. I don't understand why they gave Freeman such a big contract. Tevin Coleman will be available 
at the end of this year. If the he fo- will hit, he could hit free agency. If the 49ers aren't convinced by Saquon Barkley, and he has fallen off the last couple of weeks, although they are people, every team's just putting 11 in the box. They're like, go on, pass on us. 14 it. in the box, mate. <laughs> yeah, they, they, like the number of penalties they're giving up is ludicrous, but it's stopping Saquon Barkley running. Um, if they're not convinced by Saquon Barkley or there's somebody else they like at the top of the draft they want to take, improve a different position... Get Tevin Coleman back in that Kyle Shanahan system, which he shone in so brightly last season. Yes, please. Uh, should we move on? Yeah, go on him. The Chicago Bears travelled to face the 9-1 and Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> at Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, brilliant comment from, uh, from John Fox this week. That Mitchell Trubisky can be Carson Wentz 2.0. What? I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, what? How does that work? John Fox. Just going to leave that out there. Just Jeepers creepers. The, the Bears are an embarrassment, aren't they? <laughs> and, they've, and they've got a new kicker as well. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> to the Ben? I really, really, really to do not want to talk about it. So the 9-1 and Eagles... <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to be fine, With buddy. With a shorter. <laughs> it's going to be fine, buddy. Um, the Bears the Bears have actually been quite impressive at home this season um, and have taken teams very tight and beaten the Steelers and, and not looked like a terrible team but on the travels they have not been good and I just think Philadelphia are rolling every week there's upsets and every week there are surprises but you've got Tory Smith, Nelson Aguilar, Mac Hollins, Trey Burton, um, Alshon Jeffrey, who's got six touchdowns already this season. Zach Ertz with six touchdowns and over 500 yards already this season. They are spreading the ball around. And I don't think the Chicago defense has enough options to shut down their passing game. They've got two viable running backs now. They've got a good line. They could put 50 points up in this game. I think that's a bit too excessive. The Bears played pretty well against the Lions last week. Um, All right, the over-under in this game is 44 points. I'll bet you a beer that the Eagles cover that by themselves. But they will score 44 points yeah. on the... Yeah, I'll take that beer. Come on, man. Why not? Bit of fun, isn't it? Beer responsibly. <laughs> I should, to be fair, <laughs> can, I, can I bet a, a gin and slimline tonic? No, nope, I'm going to buy you a Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no, please don't. No, Coors Light's nice. No, you're a disgrace. You had one that, on our trip and you said you liked it. If I had to drink any light beer, Coors Light is the one I would choose. And that's the one I'm going to buy you. But I can I please have something? No, you just said better beer. Can I have a white wine? Nope. White wine spritzer? Nope. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> uh, is there anything more you want to say about this game? I don't think so. I, I love the defence at Philadelphia. So, Mitchell Trubisky's not going to be scoring too many points. Jordan Howard, keep an eye out for him. Love that guy. Oh, I keep forgetting about the fact that they've got... I said they've got two viable running backs. Let's not forget that Corey Coleman scored four touchdowns over the last... Corey Clement. Corey Clement, sorry. Yeah, Corey Coleman, Browns wide receiver. Corey Clement scored four touchdowns over the last two weeks, and Kenyon Barner has also looked pretty good, so... There's Wendell Smallwood if he ever gets reactivated. Look, they're stacked. Carson Wentz has has got some wheels. Weapons galore. Yep. Uh, Let's move on then and talk about... uh, If you thought that game had a heavy favourite in it, 13.5 point favourites. This one has a 16.5 point This is the, That's the biggest 
margin I've ever seen. As the Miami Dolphins travel to face the 8-2 and two New England Patriots, they don't know who's going to be playing at quarterback this weekend as of yet, uh, unless you've got anything new to tell me from the injury reports, although you appear to be a day late on those All anyway. Right. Don't have a go. Don't bring it up again. Cutler suffering a concussion last week. Uh, on Wednesday, uh, Adam Gase said uh, Jay was still in the concussion protocol, so Matt Moore is going today. He said he'll name the starter uh, later this week, Friday or Saturday, so we'll wait on that news. But does it really matter? The Patriots uh, have got, despite all those things we've said about the Eagles, they have got technically the best offense in the NFL right now. Uh, combined with a defense that's still surviving without Donta Hightower, uh, it's very, very difficult to see the Dolphins, even though they play teams tough in their division. Uh, I think that the Patriots will win. The Dolphins are such a shamble. That I've gone onto their website for their injury report, and the latest week that they have is week three. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Ajayi is still on the inj- It did not practice oh in week God. three on Wednesday on their injury report. Wow. That is incredible. Uh, that, uh, uh, is there anything uh, you want to talk about with this game? For? Uh, Matt, no, uh, Cutler did throw some passes in practice on Thursday. Breaking news. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I, I want to see more Kenyon Drake, although I did enjoy Damien Williams last week. I love both of them. So I think that's the only way, the only thing going in Matt Moore and uh, Jay Cutler's favour, that those two are looking pretty good and could gash the old uh, New England Patriots. There are a few players missing on Wednesday uh, from Patriots practice, so I'd be interested to hear what their th- their practice report was like from Thursday, because Brady missed Wednesday with an Achilles problem, but was expected to play. Rob Gronkowski has an illness. Marcus Cannon and David Andrews still out. They missed the game at the weekend. Uh, Matthew Slater, the special teams captain, who, by the way, is amazing, it was back. Um, Do you love him? Danny Amendola was limited so I mean there are some injury worries with the Patriots just put put your second string out there basically play your week four pre-season team and you'll be fine I really hope Clancy listens to this <laughs> this may be the worst thing I've ever said Rob Gronkowski was limited in practice on Thursday's injury report that means he's coming back though doesn't it yeah it means he's coming back Martellus pra- Bennett did not practice um, he's suffering from a hamstring and a shoulder injury, but I don't know anything about that. Uh, <laughs> what a terrible human how, being. How has this, beca- this just become injury report watch? I don't know, but it's quite good, though. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, let's, uh, what was that? Let's move on and talk about... <laughs> Honestly, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> it was me doing the celebration. It's like Chief Wiggum doing it. I was thinking more like uh, Peter Griffin. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, no. I think you should move on very quickly. Get on with it. Stop it. You're making me sick. I can do my Chief Wiggum as well if you want. Don't do that. Oh. <laughs> I did that for everyone, guys. <laughs> that's that's my favourite thing I do that annoys you. <laughs> I loved it. My Maybe, asthma's gone. <laughs> I loved that. Listen to me, Maybe breathe. the first or... <laughs> do you know what? Even the fourth time it was funny. <laughs> but now, like that, that whole... <sighs> just... Move maybe on. maybe doing that impression is what made me start snorting while I laugh. <laughs> it could be. Uh, sticking with the six o'clock games, the Carolina Panthers go to face the New York Jets. The Panthers have won th- uh, won three 
in a row heading into their bye. They obviously had last week off and have already eclipsed their win total from last season at 7-3. and three. Uh, Cam Newton was brilliant in the demolition against the Dolphins two Mondays ago. 45-21 it finished, 245 yards passing, four touchdowns and 95 yards rushing, including that ridiculous 76-odd yarder. We were there for that game and the Panthers were really impressive and the reason we're talking about the NFC South as having three teams out of it is not because of the, the, the kind of paucity of quality elsewhere in the NFC, but because we've seen two... Uh, between the four of us, we've seen all three of these teams recently, and they all look like playoff teams to us when you see, yeah. when, when you see them, and, and they pass the eye test in a big way. And then the Panthers get Greg Olsen back this week as well. They do indeed. Massive, massive, because Ed Dixon, he had that really good start. But hands of Stone. Hands of Stone has He did been... have a touchdown against the Dolphins, but I think I could have probably caught a You probably could have done. Uh, but he, his, um, his play has regressed since, he, since that excellent start. Olsen coming in is huge. McCaffrey's playing really well. Jonathan Stewart's playing really well. Devin Funches is playing really well. Cam Newton's playing really well. The whole defensive backs are playing really well. The defensive linebackers are playing really well. I'm loving what the Panthers are doing. I love the stadium. I really like Carolina. I'm all in on the Panthers. And by the way, C-Mac was really good against the Dolphins as well. You might have seen C-Mac's breakout performance, buddy. Are you pleased with that? I'm really pleased with it. Good Although stuff. I couldn't bring myself to buy a C-Mac jersey. You should have bought... They had those run CMC t-shirts. I couldn't, so I cool. couldn't find one. Oh, you I might have. have bought that. Yeah, I might buy you one for Christmas. Oh. We'll wait and see. Yeah, well. uh, the Jets 4 and 6, they have struggled covering the tight end this season. you bought season, me one already? Allowing at least... No, I haven't. Oh. Allowing at least 67 yards to opposing tight ends in six of their 10 games and six touchdowns to tight ends. So having Greg Olsen back could be massive. In fact, I'm going to check the waiver wire to see he might be available in some leagues. I don't think he is. Uh, <laughs> you're saying that because you want to check. Get off your computer now. May have checked it already. <laughs> Great one. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Um, it's kind of... The Jets have been better this season than we expect them to be. But uh, Josh McCown, by the way, playing one of his former teams for the sixth time this season. That's got to be some kind of record. That's mad, isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, I, you know, I, I still expect them to go into New York and, and get the victory and keep the NFC South rolling. Yeah, again, I'm with you. Do you want to talk about the Battle of Ohio? Not really. <laughs> I just feel, I like I, the, feel like I've done a lot of the talking today. I don't think the Browns have got any chance of going into Ohio, uh, well, going into uh, Cincinnati and winning. Cincinnati coming off the back of that really good victory over the Broncos. I know the Broncos aren't a very good football team at the moment. But and they outgained <laughs> the Bengals, and they had more time of possession, and they yada, 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 yada. But there's only one stat that matters at the end of the day, guys. It's the W stat, guys. The W stat. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> so We just try and go 1-0 and every week. 1-0, and 1-0. Get that W. Get that W. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Oh, oh no. <laughs> the Ollie Hunter terrible impressions continue. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, that was great. That was really great. Um, these are, uh, in terms of, the, there's an interesting storyline with the coach here. Hugh Jackson, Marvin Lewis, very close friends. Hugh Jackson operated under Marvin Lewis. I suspect one of these men will lose their job this off season. I'm afraid I don't think it's going to be Hugh Jackson. Do we think the Browns are going to get a win this year? Because what's amazing is I think this is a better Browns team than last year. I do genuinely think they've improved. They have to get a quarterback with the number one or number two or number three overall pick. Probably the number one overall pick. They have to finally take a quarterback. Having passed on Carson Wentz, having passed on, well, everyone else has been successful in the league over the last <laughs> two years. On, 
everybody. Yeah, bleeding everybody. What they've got? Uh, they're going to the Bengals. They're going to the Chargers. They're home to the Packers. That might be their win. I'm, well, I was just looking at it. <laughs> it really could be their win. Home to the Ravens. Out of the Bears. Like they could win at that. The Steelers. So we're thinking there are two games left they could win, and one of them's against the Packers. Buddy. I know. The Browns get their only win of the season against you. I but, wouldn't. Do you know what? We're a terrible football team at the moment. I, I wouldn't you mind just it. Switch to being a Jags fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be a ben- Panthers fan Bengals all the way Titans Colts We Titans only three and a half point favourites going into this one the Colts having maybe a little bit of a bounce back a really good win against the Texans when we were there the other week uh, took the Pittsburgh Steelers to a very close 20 to 17 loss whilst the Titans were absolutely battered by the Steelers 40 to 17 we'll get on to the Steelers game shortly but the difference of the Steelers at home versus on the road is absolutely ridiculous this season um it's it's been they've not won in Indianapolis since 2007 10 years which considering their divisional rivals that's 10 games uh this will be the 10th game looking to reverse that and it's it's surprising with the records that it's such a narrow line on this one is there some thinking that the Colts will will move up to four and seven do you know what I I did not know that 10 years stat I think I'm going to amend my pick if I haven't already Jake Brisket's back Jake Brisket began the week in the Jacoby Brissett isn't that someone else that says Jake Brisket it is but it's behind come become accepted so it's fine is it uh i think so um began the week on concussion protocol but is back for this weekend um yeah i, I don't know a bit of frank gore action on that terrible titans running defense as it's been this season the titans are still confused in the backfield as well did marco murray's not had a good season De- derrick, Hen- derrick henry J- derrick henry didn't play that well i, I think it was last week and maybe in the week before they don't know what's going on there. Marcus Mariota has had moments where he hasn't been very good, but also moments where he's been ridiculous. Actually, I've already picked on the Gridiron Pick'em Challenge. I've already picked the Indianapolis Colts. I think wow. the Colts will win. I'm taking the Titans still because I just think there's too much talent. I really like Rashad Matthews. He's having a great season. I really like Delaney Walker. I, I think and Eric Decker has started to grow into the role as he's learned the offense That's over true. recent weeks. Um, They've probably got the better quarterback on balance, although Mariota's had his worst season since he came into the league. Uh, Injury has been part of that. Yeah, I'm going to still take the Titans. I'm still going to take the Titans. Are you surprised that Vontae Davis hasn't been picked up yet? Remember the Titans. What? Are you surprised that Vontae Davis hasn't been picked up yet? Is he fit, though? Is he healthy? I don't know. I don't think a team will pick him up until he can prove he's healthy. Yeah, I suppose. One cornerback that has been picked up is Darrell Rivas by the Kansas City Chiefs. Hashtag segue. Who uh, welcomed the Buffalo Bills into their building Sunday evening at 6pm UK time. Um, Interesting signing. I think, you know, opposite Marcus Peters with a decent safety pairing might be interesting. Maybe play him at safety. There was some talk about him converting to safety and obviously they lost Eric Berry for the season. I, I, I think that this week... Being a new signing, just coming into the building, learning the defence, I'd be surprised if he plays on more than kind of... I think he'll probably play nickel, and he'll probably play on 20, 25 of 60-odd yeah. snaps. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what he can do. I, I you know, I, I, every week I've kind of been picking Kansas City to get off the snide. Uh, I picked them last week, and they were terrible against the Giants. But in their own building, at Arrowhead, I just think now is... If there's going to be a time to bounce back, now is the time they need to do it. What kind of safety would he come in as? 
A strong or a, or a, a free? Because a, a, a kind of um, single high free safety is what I am okay. imagining. Because they've already got Daniel Sorensen, who I love. I think he could be in the underrated team of the year. Ooh. I really like him. Pass that on to the guys. I might pass that on to the guys. I think they overlooked him. I really like Sorensen. But yeah, they can't play any worse than they did against the Giants. It's that that would be impossible. If they do go out and lose this game, they are done and they're dead to me. And I will be vastly upset. But it can't happen. There's too much talent on that roster, both sides of the ball. Lamar Houston is a is an absolute beast back there as a linebacker and marshalling everybody. I love their their, their quad of of offensive talent. They can't be that bad. And they're going up against a Buffalo Bills team who okay, they scored some gunk Yeah. Some gunk Falling time. off the cliff. But they have fallen off the cliff. They Their entire season can be, or their falling off the cliff, can be encapsulated in each one of Nate Peterman's five interceptions last week. They were abysmal. Tyra Taylor came in, and no wonder he looked better, because he was that much infinitely better than Peterman. Did you say Lamar Houston earlier? Did you yeah, mean Justin Houston? Justin Houston. I just—I only just clicked with me. You mean the former Bear, Lamar Houston? Yeah. Uh, Justin Houston. I think that's—you're uh, absolutely right. I think pass rush uh, really caused them so many problems with Peterman back there. Tyrod Taylor is a much uh, is a quarterback more designed to escape the pocket. He's a good rushing quarterback. Uh, so I think that nullifies that a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I think they get off the get off get off the Schneid. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. I got the Chiefs. Nine and a half point favorite. Is that about right? Uh, ten, ten and a half. I've the got nine and a half in front of me. 49ers welcome the Seattle Seahawks into Levi's Stadium with CJ Bethard still under centre. Decision to go with him after his brilliant performance against the Giants before the bye week and keep Jimmy Garoppolo on da bench. Uh, the Seahawks, I mean, their, their playoff aspirations have taken a big dip in recent weeks. Um, this, the, 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 the the 49ers played them incredibly tough in week two. It was 12-9 that game finished. And these games tend to be pretty tight even when the 49ers are a bad team. I'm kind of concerned that the 49ers' pass rush and defensive line isn't really there anymore. So that's why I'm still backing Seattle to, to bounce back a bit. But, you know, they're missing key defensive players on the line. They're missing key defensive players at corner. They let Dwight Freeney go, despite the fact that Cliff Raver had gone for the season. And Dwight Freeney was having a really good... Uh, like if you look at his number of plays he didn't play a huge number of snaps but he was making one big play for every nine snaps he was on the field which is just exactly what you want from a situational pass rusher i i don't understand that move and you know i I still i think the seahawks go there and win but i just you know i just think this will be a tighter game than maybe some expect simon clancy went through the stats yesterday on on our um thanksgiving part the preview show uh, and yeah, Freeney has been has been incredible for what for what the limited amount of time that he's been. I think the reason why they they get rid of him is because they need to free up roster space to cover for the injuries else, elsewhere, and mm. they think that they're covered in that spot. And getting rid of rid of a thirty seven year old was easier than than doing it elsewhere. Bizarre because they've got two ineffective running backs in Rawls and Lacey. Get rid of one of them. There was there was this there was this belief that the Seahawks were kind of like an untouchable team, like a Patriots type team, where they were just going to find a way. They were always going to find a way. They had Russell Wilson. They'll find a way. But let's really talk about this: bad offensive line, bad running game, average receiving core, 
great quarterback. Defence, ageing defensive line, nowhere near what it was two seasons mm. ago. Corners, gone very much downhill before Richard Sherman came in. Still the best safety tandem in the NFL when both are fit, but they're not. They're missing Cam Chancellor for the rest of the season. Linebackers? Linebackers, brilliant. Yeah. Still one of the best groups, if not the best group in the league at that position. Ooh, so they Panthers have, are better, mate. I, I don't think they are anymore. I, th- I, th- I genuinely think that the, the Seahawks are the best linebacking core in the league. I, the, the Jags. The Jags could challenge that. Oh, man, I think, I think um, you've gone crazy there. Uh, but yeah, I, so I'm just saying they've got one good unit on each side of the field. They're not a good football team anymore. They're an, they're an average football team right now. And if they don't make the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, Broncos Raiders. Uh, Broncos turning to Paxton Big Hands Lynch to try and snap a six-game slide. The Raiders are the favourites here. And, you know, go back into the playoff picture with a win, move up to five and six, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> These are two of maybe the most disappointing teams in the NFL this season. That's a great shout. Thanks, mate. That, that, honestly, you may have not said anything better this entire show. It's sad that it's taken you about 55 <laughs> minutes to get there. But, yeah, the the... These two teams, I mean, I was never really that high on the Broncos until Simeon had that really great streak of of games right at the beginning of the season. What's he done? Has he slept with with uh, someone's wife in the coaching organisation? What's going on? He had two bad games, but still looks the best of the quarterbacks there. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm with you. I'm stunned at that. Decision. I don't trust in Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler. I'm surprised that I even said his name again. As that much, I dislike the the guy, as well as the football player. Why do I dislike do him think, so do much? We think, do we That's think it's a bit unfair? Do you think the defense uh, in Oakland will get a, a bump from the coordinator change? Sometimes you see the week after they play a lot harder because they realise just how bad they've been. I don't think the Raiders have got a great defence, though. They've got a I great player in Khalil Mack. But why hasn't Khalil Mack's numbers been as great as they should have been? Are they double, being double-teamed? Yeah, because he's, he's not getting the help he needs from elsewhere. They need to focus on the defensive side of the ball next year uh, when it comes to drafting, when it comes to free agency. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders because they're the home team, basically. I've taken the Raiders because they're the home team. But, uh, you know, if Denver got off the slide this week, I've said that a lot this week, uh, I wouldn't be that surprised. I wouldn't be that surprised at all. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at 7-3 and three head to face the Arizona Cardinals at the University of Phoenix Stadium. Arizona reeling after back-to-back losses for the first time this season. The Jags looking to go on a five-game winning streak as they aim for the playoffs for the first time since 2007. Bruce Aaron said this week, you know, the way the league's going right now, 9-7 and seven might win our division. And he's not wrong because... The Rams, whilst they've looked by far the class of the division, have such a tough run of games. The Vikings last week, the Saints, they've still got to play the Eagles as well. I just think the Jags are on a roll. and the defense, is, the defense is too good for the combination of Blaine Gabbert and ageing Adrian Peterson. And even with lovely Larry, I just think that their, their defense is going to be too good for the Cardinals. This is going to be... God, an, I love Larry. I think it's going to be another grotty Jags win. That's what I'm predicting here. Another grotty 17 to 12, 15 to 9 kind of eek one out, and that's fine with me. 100 yard game from Bortles. <laughs> Fournette has more yards on the ground than he has through the air. That kind of game, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it really yeah. could be one of those. Adrian and- Peterson rushes 20 times for 34 yards. 
Yeah, that kind of game, yeah? Yeah, that kind yeah. of game, exactly. Yeah, the the Jags defence, was it on TalkSport or was it on this show that you said that they're playing as well as the 85 Bears? I can't remember. The, you, I, do only, you remember only, saying it? Only statistically. I'm not going to yeah, quite yeah. put them into that range yet, but statistically they, they are as good as the 85 Bears. You, you did say think, it, though. I still don't think they're quite up there, but I think what I think I said was I think that they could carry this team all the way to the Super Bowl. If they win the Super Bowl, no, it's too far away. It's a, that was a silly question. You're going to ask them. me where I rank their defense all time. No, I was going to. I was going to ask you: Would they be up there with the Denver Broncos defense of two years ago? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I'd agree. It'll be interesting to see what they're going to do on that defensive line because they've got huge contracts with Marcel Darius and Malik Jackson. They're going to have to pay rookies pretty soon as well. Uh, not rookies, but younger guys who are coming through and are in their second, third, fourth years. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that develops beyond this season. But right now, they have the potential through 10 games to be an all-time great defence. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm taking the Jags on the road. Ditto. Beautiful. I'm taking the Steelers at home. I'm taking the Steelers at home. The Steelers at home, by the way, they they need home field advantage more than anyone else in recent playoff history. If they can get the New England Patriots in their building in the the second to last week of January in an AFC title game, the Steelers will go to the Super Bowl. If they're in Foxborough in the same game, I think the Patriots win. I I think it could be down to something as simple as that. Is this game... A bigger mismatch than the New England-Miami game. (sighs) According to the lines, it isn't. If we get the offense of the Green Bay Packers we saw two weeks ago, then no. If we get the one we saw against the Ravens, then absolutely. 100%. What's more likely? The one we saw against the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. It, no, it's fine. Uh, you I can would, hear it live on TalkSport. I would suggest, if, yeah, if... Want uh, to hear a man have a mental <laughs> breakdown? Tune into TalkSport from... Self, self-destruct. From half midnight, Monday morning, to hear Ollie Hunter basically slowly have a meltdown. Or Andy Jacobs on a Monday after Chelsea lose. <laughs> <laughs> one till four. It's pretty much the same. Uh, it's going to be in that sort of range. And then on Monday night football, the Houston Texans travelled to face the Baltimore Ravens at M&T Bank Stadium. Um, after what I saw of the Ravens' defence last week, three shutouts already this season, uh, I think they're going to have too much for Tom Savage et al, and it'll be a Ravens win. Ravens win for me. Sorry that we stormed through those last few games, but I'm aware that you've listened to a lot of us over the last three days, and Ollie needs to go get some lunch as well. I do, Before I do. he starts work. So, yeah. Ollie, uh, that wraps us up. We'll be back at the start of next week. I think we've got a couple of player interviews lined up. I'm going to tease those, and I'll let you know. Ooh. And also, at some pe- reason, we'll hear about that time that Ollie had to go to hospital for six months. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> you've just extended it immeasurably. Sorry, sorry, ten months. It was ten months. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ollie, before we go, any final thoughts? I've got the day off on Saturday. I've got the day off on Saturday. And I'm... Should I we don't, spend the whole day in bed together? I will st- spend the whole day in bed, <laughs> but not with you. It's it's a day full of sport, college football. I think there's... Oh, college football this weekend is um, great. We is should, it Alabama Open? Yeah, we should do a separate college football podcast. Oh, God. We're not going to. We really should... I bet you Clancy would do that. Yeah. We 100% should, just so that we get Clancy for an hour. Oh, God. Let's maybe do one at the start of next week. Let's look into it. We should definitely look into it. Let's see if we can get someone on. Do the final rankings. Get, yeah. get a couple of people on from America. Because college football's really good. I was going to swear then, and I, I thought I that would be unfair it, just, on just you. Just giving ourselves more work. I know, more but it's... unpaid work. It's so good. But we love you. 
you listeners, not you, Ollie. What? Uh, so <laughs> we do it for you. Let us know. Tweet us at Gridiron. If we get 20 people, that's probably ambitious. That's massively ambitious. But that's. Uh, I don't want to do it. Let's, so. do, a, <laughs> let's do a poll. Uh, no, because a poll's just easy to go yes on. I want them to actually listen to this and make the effort to tweet you, you want them I, to come and at Gridiron. You want them they, to have listened all listened the way to the end of the podcast. An hour and two minutes. Yep, all the way to the end of the podcast, stuck with it, and then decided that they're going to tweet us. So tweet us at Gridiron. If we get ten or more requests, we'll do a college Five? football special next week. Ten. Five? What? It's got to be ten. 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 Ten or more requests, we'll do a college football special next week. Okay. Yeah, okay, great. Beautiful. Right, I can't believe I've just agreed to that. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> at Touchdown Trips on Twitter for uh, Ben and the fine work he does. Uh, at Gridiron for the, the bang average work we do, but we're proud of it. Uh, otherwise, thank you very much for listening. This has been the Gridiron Show in association with Touchdown Trips. Love you, bye. Getting you in the game. <laughs>